0: Welcome to Behind the Drive Shortcuts. My name is Douglas McLean. Our guest tonight is Matt Anderson. Known for his powerful vocals and guitar wizardry, Matt Anderson has toured the world performing his one man stage show, delighting audiences time and again. And he returns to Huntsville March 20th, 2022, at Algonquin Theater for a single show which begins a busy touring schedule for the rest of the summer across Canada, United States and Europe. His new album, House to House, released March 4th, 2022, is a stunning display of his artistry. Performed only on acoustic guitar and joined by some friends on vocals, the songs, many of which are co-written with some of Canada's top songwriters, is a powerful testament to the grace and healing gift of music. Intimate, tender, and timely, Matt Anderson takes the listener on a journey of renewal with deep emotional insight through this historical period when hope seems lost and love unrecognizable. Matt Anderson's new album is a powerhouse with no words to describe.
1: Hello. Hey, Matt. Can you hear me? Hi. hi. Yep, I got you. Oh, good. Okay. So wow, what a privilege to meet you on such a day! Um, congratulations on the release of House to House today. It must be very busy. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah, it's a beautiful album.
2: Um, um, yeah, I've got a few interviews. You're my last interview today, actually, and then uh, just kind of getting ready to hit out on the road on Wednesday. So, got to go buy a new suitcase today.
1: <laughs> does the does the tour start? Uh, the tour starts this week, right? I guess. Is that when you're heading out? It does. You?
2: Um, We fly out on Wednesday. Yeah, we fly out Wednesday, and the first show is going to be on Thursday.
1: Wow. Yeah, it's a busy schedule. I was looking at uh, all of your uh, trips. You're going to be here in Huntsville on M- March 20th, as I understand it. So you got a lot of fans here. So we'll try to make sure we get this show up before that happens. And. See if we can get some ticket sales for you. Awesome. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm pretty sure you won't have a problem mm-hmm. though. Um, f- first of all, I wanted to say that the mood and theme of house to house is so appropriate for this particular period of time we're living through. Um, I-, I don't know if you designed the album that way or if that was just the way you were feeling, but it sure touches. Um, it sure touches on sort of a feeling all of us seem to be sharing have you got any comments on that or was it uh, just the way it came together?
2: Yeah. I mean, it was, um, it's kind of the way it came together, but also, you know, I, I, with what was going on, um, it felt like the right time to do a solo album. You know, I've been sitting on, uh, sitting on some of these songs for a long time that never quite fit in with the other projects I was doing. And then, you know, definitely wrote some for the project, this album as well, but it just kind of felt like the right time to just do something that was close to home. You know, I recorded at my home studio that I built over the pandemic and, uh, so yeah, I had one of my best friends come in and and uh, an engineer for me. So we just wake up, have a coffee, and put our slippers on, come over to the studio, and, and do some work. You know, it was it was great, and it felt like uh, yeah. it felt like the right time to do an album like this. You know, like kind of like you said, you know, with all that's going on, just kind of keeping something close to home and uh, and make it a little more personal, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, they are very personal, and uh, I mean, there's two striking elements of the album to my ears. Anyway, first of all, I mean, you're you're known for being a pretty robust uh big vocalist and Mm -hmm. the vocals on this album are quite restrained and tender and the other thing that i was quite struck by was your finger picking on the uh, on your guitar uh, which Mm -hmm. i have not noticed in your previous work like that i mean it's very light and uh, really fits the moods of the songs Is, is that something you did you work on that a bit or was that intentional or just it's always been a style of your playing i guess there's um there's i guess this
2: thing whole thing album for me playing. was um was uh, always you know i've always loved moments in shows where you get to kind of chill things down a little bit and just you know kind of soften it up a little bit you know i love those moments in my you know shows when i go to see bands and then if they strip down to an acoustic thing i always love that kind of stuff so this whole album was almost all those songs that i've wanted to do that with really so you yeah. know i love getting to do that stuff and just to kind of get away from uh, not so much get away from the big sound, but just um, also show that side of, you know, there's sometimes just for a little more space to breathe and let things sink in instead of uh, hitting them over the head, you know, giving them a pillow instead. <laughs> <Maybe I can. laughs> yeah,
1: well, uh, Matt, I, I, I find it quite, uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. Actually, I was quite surprised because, uh, you know, after your last release, what, it was halfway, halfway what is it was called i forgot the name of it halfway home uh, halfway home by yeah. morning yeah yeah that, it had a pretty big uh, sound especially i mean there's one song there just love over Ooh. me a yeah. really big gospel tune on that so um in in your in doing the project um did, did this how did you kind of did you just settle in that way or did, was there any int- i guess because of the pandemic it was pretty hard to get a big uh you know a band together and things like that um so, how, how did you kind of uh, engineer it and things like that? Uh, I guess you've already answered that, but it, it, it's a unique set of sounds in there, so I'm just, I'm always curious how, you know, because it all strings together as one piece, so uh, did it take you a few days to do it, or was it all done at one time, or?
2: No, so we did it over Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, my Cape girlfriend went home to her folks place in Cape Breton. And uh, so, yeah, my buddy came in on the Friday night and we got everything all set up, you know, just uh, made sure we had the mics the way we wanted to sound. And then on Saturday and Sundays when we track, so we would pop in, you know, a little afternoon and, um Everything was done live off the floor. I didn't do any overdubs, and it just kind of worked out. The people I had singing with me um, were able to actually show up, so that that's how I want to do it. You know, if you couldn't be in the room, I didn't really want to yeah. do anything like that. I didn't want you know send tracks over to another studio for them to record or something like that. So any voices you hear on there, anything that happened on the album happened in the room yeah. at that moment. So I really wanted to capture that. You know, especially where it's just me and a guitar. I think doing yeah. overdubs, you know, doing my guitar first and then the vocals would just be cheating people a little bit. I think yeah. and. Uh, didn't do a whole lot of pre-production for this one either. Just kind of went in. You know, I didn't learn the songs all that well. I don't want to kind of keep it pretty fresh. I find if I, uh, if you know, songs, know things too well, you kind of start to, uh, I don't know, kind of rely on old tricks a little bit and get a little too comfortable. And I like to keep that edge of uh, heads-up hockey going on, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, it's got that uh, sense of immediacy to it for sure. You captured that uh, pretty well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's... It's got that feeling like it's coming right out at the, in the moment. Um, now, one of the, uh, the one of the questions uh, you you're very well known for being a, a writing collaborator, a songwriting collaborator with many folks and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Rick Fiennes told me a story about how you rolled into town one day and said, let's get together and write a song or something to that effect. And he, he's a collaborator <laughs> as well. And most of the songs on this album are actually uh, collaborations with other writers. And uh, how do you manage to kind of uh, get that going? Like, for example, your the opening song, of course, is with Tara Spencer, who's... Uh, you know, most recent album was just stunning. Um, uh, is, do you just call folks up and get it going that way? Or has that sort of been a way you've worked your whole career
2: um, yeah, it's been, you know, the first couple albums I did, I wrote pro, mostly by myself and then um, started getting into, into co-writing. You know, I think you've kind of got yourself, got to get yourself established a little bit before the co-writes happen. Right. And it's turned into uh, something, you know, I, I do constantly now. You know, it's, um, I love getting other people's ideas. I, I find if I write too much by myself, I start to rip off my own ideas. You know, <laughs> you start, to, start <laughs> to repeat yourself a little bit and having other people's influence yeah. really, uh, really helps you avoid that. And it's just... It almost gives you. It's an almost an automatic um, critique too when you're writing with somebody else. I find it helps uh, push for a better song. And you know, I always I, I write with people who I'm fans of. You know, Tara's fantastic, and yeah. you know, Tara Lightfoot's on there, and you know, the song Francie sent me, and you know, writing with Tom Wilson. Just you know, there are people who, uh, for the most part, I hang out with outside of you know music too. You know, we get together and, and have supper, and it doesn't have to be about a gig kind of thing. So it's, uh yeah, I always try to keep it as, as, as just as comfortable as I can, and. and this album again like you know doing it close to home was kind of like that you know the people i wrote with are people i care about so it was uh right and you know, i just all felt really comfortable and familiar
1: yeah i mean because it surprised me uh because tara's album uh, chasing rabbits had quite a different feel to it than the song that she uh, worked on you with so because mm-hmm. which is you know other side of goodbye is a very bluesy kind of song but uh it's very interesting. Now, in the chorus, you have quite a chorus on on the album too of backup singers. Where can you tell us who they are? Because I don't mm. have any. Uh, I don't have any. Uh, oh,
2: know, sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So the. Um... I guess as far as special guests, uh, Tara Spencer sang with me on a song and Ryan Hopman sang with me on a song. and um, But I got them to sing on songs they didn't write with me just to kind of mix things up a bit. And other than that, I have uh, Smiths. It would be Renee Smith, Micah Smith, and Mihalia Smith. They're two sisters and a cousin. And um, yeah. we've been working together for the last couple of years, and they're just fantastic. I mean, they're just... Uh, you know they they've got that sound that's just um you know they grew up in the church and it, it just it just pours out of them and it's amazing and they don't it's it's effortless what comes out of them so it was uh, a chance to bring them in you know so they kind of they had their thanksgiving dinner and they popped into the studio for a night and uh you know again everything was live off the floor when anything we did nobody heard the songs before so it was kind of getting their natural reaction and, and just letting them go on their instincts it was uh yeah it, it was a lot of fun to work with, with all of them
1: well, it surprised me, you know, because I guess it, of it, course, first shows up, uh, I guess, on time for the, the wicked to rest. I think um, it surprised me when the voices started to come in because I was just sort of <laughs> acclimatizing to you and the guitar playing, and then all of a sudden, that's right. <laughs> it, yeah, a very cool place. Hey, do you mind if we talk about a couple of the, the songs uh, directly? Um, Um, No problem. Well, first of all, let's start with that time for the wicked to rest. Now, uh, I went looking for that to see if David Francie had ever recorded that. Is that something that you did? uh, Is this the first recording of that song? Because, wow, what a perfectly timed song. I mean, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. It's the theory. I mean, the the theme the lyrics everything's wonderful <laughs> <laughs> you know that should be blasting on every radio Yep, no yeah uh... <laughs> <laughs> um
2: that song came from david he um he sent me the lyrics and um yeah it was something i think he just kind of thought would be kind of a cool vibe for me and um and when i read it i heard it as a gospel song right away you know how i recorded it and um i missed it in the email Some of you actually sent the music as well and when I listened to it I was so far off base from what he what he had in his mind but um at that point we'd already recorded it so I sent the re- you know the recording to David and he you know he was all for it he thought it was great he he was um you know I feel like it really um it really fits the song you know and having the girls on there just um just yeah. took it to a whole other place a whole other level
1: yeah and is it the same uh, same choir singing behind that or is that uh... Is that it the is. Album? Yep.
2: Yep. That's the same one. Yep. Um, oh, the only yeah, guests yeah. I had on the album were uh, oh. Tara and Ryan, and then and then the girls. Yep. So uh, anytime you hear the three voices, that's that's the Smiths. Okay.
0: Um,
1: the other song that I thought was, uh, I found personally very touching was Coal Mining Blues, which is a song that you've recorded before, and uh, my family all came from uh, Glace Bay, so. Uh, you know, and I'm most of all okay. miners, so <laughs> I kind of related to that person.
2: Right, yep. Yeah.
1: Now, are, I are you from? Yeah, New, that one. Are you from Cape Breton? or Are you from? I thought you were from New Brunswick or something.
2: I am from New Brunswick. Yep. Yeah, but oh. um, i lived in Cape Breton for a bit, and my girlfriend's from Cape Breton, and uh, her dad's actually in the Men of the Deep, so oh, no okay. doubt he knew some of your family. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. probably worked alongside of him.
1: Yeah, that's a very touching song. Um, and uh, it seems uh, you know you really caught the mood of it. Uh, something about coal mining and and song has you know that's been through the ages. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that and how did you write the lyrics for that, or was that Lyndon that wrote that?
2: No, I wrote that with Colin when we did the Coal Mining Blues album. Um, that was when we came up with. And at that point, I'd been living oh, in yeah. Cape Breton a bit, and um, you know, you can't live there without hearing stories about the coal mines, you know, and. Um, you know, because it's still very much part of the culture. I think the whole idea of you know the fellows heading out and doing what they have to do to take care of their families—that's always, yeah. always been part of Cape Breton. So it was, uh yeah. And I just, I just love the story. I love the idea behind you know, you know, they've you know fighting the company store and all that kind of stuff. And there's yeah, been, well, it was, you, you know, yeah. union yeah. revolts and just—I mean, there's, there's there's a big, heavy history there. So it was really cool to. Uh, you know kind of be involved in that and just you know that that song is one I love singing that song and I've I've, I've always wanted to do a solo version of it too because that's how most people have heard it so it just felt like uh, that was kind of a spontaneous thing just we were sitting in the studio and I thought okay let's let's throw this one down oh
1: well it's a great song i mean my first impression of uh, glace bay was seeing the the miners walk home from a shift right and they're all covered like they're they're mm-hmm cold dust and everything's cold dust there. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Everything is cold dust. Yeah, I don't know if it is now. The, I was there a couple of years ago. I, I don't know if the mines are still as in heavy operation or not. But the, that's a great. No, tune. the
2: mines have been shut down there for quite some time now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, the um, the other tune that, uh, of course, is very very powerful is "All We Need," which is and and peace of mind actually are kind of together. But all we need is a very wonderful timely song as well Do you, can you take us a little bit through the creation of that and just share a little bit about what
2: yeah i mean that's that song definitely came from you know what's been going on the last couple of years and i think um i think people just need to get back to caring about each other you know i think it's, it's it seems like it's there's been a big divide between people who care about themselves and people who care about each other and it's been uh, that seems to be when you get down to the root of anything no matter what side of things you're on that's what the division seems to be all about so it's yeah. um yeah, it, it's just something that's been on my head quite a bit, you know. I just, it, you're almost—it's almost gets sickening a little bit to see how much uh, how much people are tearing themselves apart or tearing each other apart. So it was kind of a call out to say, why not? We can't just, uh, you know, put that aside and, and, and focus on getting getting better,
1: right? Um, do you think it's possible? <laughs> I don't know. It sure seems. Uh, it was sure the fractures seem pretty. Uh, seem to be widening uh, quite a bit.
2: Um, yeah, it's. Um, I mean I think that the the ones that are good are going to get stronger. You know, and if it if it wasn't that strong of a bond, maybe it's not going to come back. I don't know. Maybe it's a good way to uh, I guess I personally found a good way to know, know who I want to avoid in the coming years, I guess really.
1: Yeah. Um now just a, a just in terms of your upcoming tour, you you're going to be gone what till the end of May? Is that the is that the schedule or do you get back home somewhere there in April? I could not uh, you're, um, yeah,
2: I've got uh, I've got about four weeks in Ontario and Quebec. Then we've got two or three weeks off. Then I head to the states for three weeks. And then the summer will start to happen. We'll see what all uh, what all goes off there. But um, got some stuff coming up in Europe in the fall. So yeah, it's, things are just kind of all coming back together. You know, a lot of people are playing catch up from uh, yeah. from from twenty twenty. You know, a lot of gigs are, are still being. Um, just honored from then so it's kind of like these, this whole tour coming up was all booked two years ago right, which is right, a yeah. little hard to believe that we're finally right. getting to do it yeah
1: now um what what should people expect on tour you're you're not going out with a band i guess right or do you ever go out with a band? no nope,
2: this one's just me, me. yeah i uh, no, i have been out with the band quite a bit but uh, this one's going to be just me and the guitar you know we um like I said, these shows were booked, you know, a couple of years ago. So that was for a solo tour that I was doing. So we're just kind of finishing those off. And just so happened that the album was able to come out for this tour. So uh, not really a planned release tour, but it's kind of turned into a release tour. Yes, yeah, so it's just going to be me and the guitar. I'm going to be playing some new songs and, you know, and, and also playing some of the old stuff. So it'll be... Uh, It'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to blowing the dust off and getting back at it.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, if I could ask just one question, but the few times that I've seen you, that one of the things that's really impressed me was the fact that you seem to be able to come right out of the gate with full voice. I mean, you just seem to let her rip. Mm-hmm. And we uh, I mean, most singers kind of you know, move their set so they kind of warm up to those big, big uh, vocal moments. But you seem to start right out of the... How do, how do you prepare for that or is that just the gift that you were given and you just let her rip as you say
2: um um I'm, yeah no i definitely am conscious of that you know if i'm singing something early in the morning i don't go at it hard you know i've got kind of to let my voice okay. kind of warm up a little bit so you know but by the time a show comes around to 7 8 o'clock at night you know your voice is, is 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 good and it's you know i try to keep uh keep lots of water in me before a show and you know it's nice when you get onto a stage and it's nice and warm and you just kind of have that uh that vibe but yeah it's 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 i kind of like coming hard out of the gate i think it lets people know that you're <laughs> you lets serious? them get know what they're what they're in for i guess a little bit
1: <laughs> <laughs> well lets them know you're serious wow well, it's you know i've uh, i've known lots of singers over my lifetime and it really astounded me when I when the first time I saw you. I went, "Holy man, he's not holding back at all." So, <laughs> <laughs> and you do that night after night, right? I guess so. Uh, do you? Does it wear out on you? Do you? Yeah. Get hoarse or tired out, or
2: yeah, I've I've got to be careful. You know, I, I have a little humidifier. I travel with me in my hotel room, and I really try to watch. Um, you know, in the summertime, I don't use the AC. In the winter, I try to keep the heat kind of at a, a normal, um, you know, a moderate place, so it's not not too hot, you know, hotel rooms are dry, airports are dry, planes are dry. It's just uh, traveling can in the winter, you know, just, there's no moisture anywhere. So it's uh, you just gotta be careful, you know, and um, I can feel when things are starting to get tired too. So you can kind of change things up a little bit. And, you know, if there's always a different energy on the last show of the tour, when I know I don't need to sing the next day, then I can uh, not worry about anything and kind of, you know, yeah. tear myself apart a little bit if i want to
1: yeah uh, well and maybe you don't talk while you're at home or something i don't know well, <laughs> it's an enormous gift wow what a, uh, so the last song of course there's so many this, this is a very wonderful album and uh i mean i i don't know i was trying to think why it was called house to house but i guess it's based on the song right that you wrote with uh, gunning there mm-hmm. but, uh, the the last song of course I, i'd love to chat to you about that you included which seemed It just hit me over the head was, of course, People Get Ready, the the great uh, Curtis Mayfield hymn. And uh, why did you choose that? And why did you end the album with it? It's uh, it's such a powerful choice.
2: Um, I've always loved that song. I've been playing it live at shows for for quite a while. And um, when the girls showed up, when the sniffs showed up, they'd never really sang it before. I mean, they were familiar with the song, but had never sang it. And. So I just printed off the lyrics for them, and you know the the take that's on the album is the first take we did. You know that was the first time Mahalia, for sure, had sang it. I think Reenie might have sang it before, but so it was just you know them again, just their natural instincts kind of took over, and and I love those moments on there. It was great to have that. And as far as putting it at the end of the album, um, anytime I do a uh, an album, I try to think of the sequence as far as how I would do a show, and if I was going to do a show, that's how I'd finish it off for sure with that song. Yeah,
1: well, it's a pretty. Pretty important moment in that whole set of songs okay so listen man i I really thank you for the time uh i hope your shows go extremely well and i think the album is extraordinary i hope people really get a chance to listen to it it's in your catalog it really is a little gem there so uh let's hope everybody gets to hear it and uh, you have great success with it so i'll let you go
2: i appreciate that thanks very much thank you for taking time
0: You've been listening to Behind the Drive Shortcuts. My name is Douglas McLean, and our guest has been Matt Anderson in conversation about his brand-new album, House to House. It's an extraordinary album. I hope you'll go check it out.